everybody. It's Connor and Keith from the Me Boys Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's our uh, 50th episode spectacular. Uh, we made 50 of this goddamn show. I know. I, I am more surprised than anybody, quite frankly. Yeah, that is baffling. Uh, and we just want to say thank you to the fans. Uh, all you guys have been listening, whether you just started recently or whether you've been here since episode one. Uh, we genuinely could not do this, would not do this if you guys didn't love it. So thank you for everybody who's reached out and told us that they like the show. I got to tell you, the, the people that, that write in and, you know, talk about like, working their way through the back catalog and saying that they listen to the show, you know, while they're, you know, doing whatever in their life that they don't want to do. But they're like, ah, I like listening to the show while I do it. I got to tell you, it means so much to me. I can't even process it. So fucking thank you guys. It's yeah. really awesome, and we we love you. We shit on you all the time, but that's because you know we, you're just a mirror for ourselves. You know. Yeah, and I do want to quickly say to the uh, the couple Mean Boys fans who I met at the stand in New York, uh, thank you guys for coming up and saying hi. I forgot your names. Uh, and if you're the lady in the airport who I awkwardly forced this podcast on today, uh, hi, thanks for listening. You were kind of cute. And I'm sorry you're going to San Francisco. Oh my god, this has turned into Keith's missed encounters. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Let's start later. <laughs> okay, please do. It's not that good. Uh, but this is our 50th episode. We had uh, uh, first uh, mildly significant person, Tony Hinchcliffe, in the studio. Yeah. That was a ton of fun. Uh, Tony was great. It was really uh, nice to have him on. And uh, yeah, I think it was a fitting way to kind of, you know, celebrate the show. Yeah. So uh, just keep enjoying the show. Leave us iTunes reviews. Tell us what you want to hear. Send us more which of the followings. Uh, make sure you save April 18th in your calendars because we're going to be doing a live Mean Boys at Harvell's in Long Beach. We are very excited about that. Yes. Bring your one friend or social worker <laughs> yeah, bring to your that show. Court appointed guardian yeah uh, uh I, I do like that we every podcast tells someone to tell a friend but for, for us that's really not broadening the demographic yeah just tell the other idiots who are already listening to the show yeah remind them that we that we're still making it i feel like the show is like after after uh, after the big shake-up i feel like it's kind of like whose line is it anywhere like what that's been going on the cw for five seasons i had no idea we are the aisha Tar- tyler of school shooting jokes <laughs> indeed we are uh next week and just announced i didn't get to plug this in the, the show last week because it just came up last minute i'll be headlining the comedy spot in uh Scottsdale, Arizona from March 16th to March 18th. I would love to see some Mean Boys fans all hang out with you and go to your weird shack that you drink at or whatever afterwards and we'll have a good old time. So come come to those shows. Go on my website, comicsbad.com for tickets. But, uh, and then uh, April 20th, if you're in the Seattle area, I'm going to be on the Gateway Show. It's a big old uh, theater situation where I'm going to be very stoned. Uh, and telling jokes to celebrate 420. So come hang out. And Keith sucks at being high, so oh, it's going to be a disaster. If you want to see me get naked and for sure do Karnak, uh, come to this <laughs> show because it's going to be a lot of people that pay me too much money. <laughs> and I'm going to embarrass myself. Sure will. All right, guys, that's enough of us. Please enjoy this episode. And here's the 50 more with you guys. Cheers, gang. Mazel tov. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mean Boys Podcast. God is dead and hope is a lie. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey. And I'm... A Nobby Needs Scoundrel. Ah, oh, you <laughs> little bastards. <laughs> welcome Tony Hinchcliffe to the show. Hey, buddy. Hey, how are you guys? I yeah. love you. For the uh, for the listeners who don't know, we've been mocking Tony's Nobby Knees uh, for many months since we worked together and had the misfortune of seeing him in shorts. It's oh, true. Yeah. It's tough. It's I, didn't tough even, I didn't even know I had Nobby Knees. It was something about me that's never been roasted since I always wear pants out at comedy clubs and in public. Public, but uh, you guys, yeah, Tony to... is not the Gabriel Iglesias of uh, <laughs> nihilist humor. No, it true. is the only time I've ever seen you like mildly offended. Oh yeah, no, well, I've seen you called a faggot hundreds of times. Well, I mean that's Unfazed. always the thing. Knobby knees shook you to your core. You're like, yeah. hey, we're friends here. Yeah, well, man, you guys I mean, sandwiches. There are things you don't joke about. <laughs> uh, I learned that from uh, the great Jeff Ross a long time ago. Something that he always says is like, oh, wait, people. Forty five seconds. First name drop of the show. Anyway, continue. Well, I mean, I work with, yeah, I work with a bunch of professionals, guys. I know you guys are hearing your fucking uh, hey, mouse trap. <laughs> but, but, um, I'll have hey, you know, we caught the I, mouse last week. I, I, there's we going to be names that traps. I drop when I'm talking about what I do in my normal life, because that's what I do in my normal life. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, he always said, uh, you know. People get offended if you make fun of the thing that they don't think you're going to make fun of. Like when I was first touring with him, uh, he took me on the road. We did these all these theaters, and I was just you know this pup, like you know just it's, it was you overwhelming, were this pup. exactly. <laughs> and uh, so like if a chick had her tits out with like big hair, 
he if he wanted to go hard if she was like you know if if the lady was unlikable he'd make fun of her nose and you would see like her jaw drop and like it gets super real because you take the knobby knees approach of like she's not used to that maybe she doesn't even know there's something maybe there's nothing even wrong with her nose yeah and it's just but now she's gonna wonder forever what's wrong with my nose and that's always the funnier thing to make fun of somebody about like the knobby knees is funnier than you know me being me seeming gay or you know me I don't know where this idea having is going an from. ego or anything like that. You know the other things that I could be perceived as very, yeah. you know, just the fact that your knees look like a miniature version of your face. <laughs> well, it's true. They, have, they both have chins, just angular and <laughs> and ears. On both right, stop humble bragging in front of Keith. <laughs> we get it. You have knees <laughs> and not just, a functional neck. Yeah, and not just loose pudding where your joints should be. La di da. Not Did kind Jeff of... Ross buy you a skeleton? Congratulations. I'm sorry, I can't afford your. Big Hollywood cigarette cartilage. All right, I've got to hobble around on these weird jelly bags. I love that Keith thinks that someone has to buy you a skeleton. That that's how you get healthy. That eventually somebody comes around and goes, "Hey, kid, you want a skeleton?" No, you just got to buddy up. Skeleton with a, man, you buddy up with a skeleton for a few months, then he comes and does your podcast. That's it. Wait, wait a second. I'm the skeleton. All right, guys, uh, we're all fired up. Let's get into the Mexican joke off. Hey, so topical. Um, I'll take us away this week. A beloved El Salvadorian hippo named Gustavito has been bludgeoned to death in his zoo enclosure by pranksters. Inspired by the Dicks Out for Harambe campaign, South American animal lovers are showing love by taking out their pitos for Gustavito. <laughs> I just am amazed that didn't end up being a me joke. Yeah, you know what? I, I saw it. a hippo beaten to death, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is not going to go well for me. <laughs> yeah, I saw your spidey sense was tingling. Yeah. All right, I'll go next. Kellyanne Conway was photographed <laughs> sitting with her feet on the sofa in the Oval Office. Secret Service agents immediately sprayed her with the squirt bottle, and she is currently chained up in the backyard with Ben Carson. <laughs> oh. He didn't even do nothing wrong. That's just where they keep him. <laughs> wow. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> good Lord, Ben Carson. That's a, is it because he's black? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you get it. That's like where they go. Context, buddy. <laughs> I'm excited up. about this. Uh... Okay, so this week at Mardi Gras, a truck ran over 25 people. In other news, I got a bunch of free beads without having to take my shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Just a blood-soaked handful of titty beads. (laughs) Like the shittiest pirate. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Tony lifted up his cool-outs and uh, flashed his knees and got a lot of beads for that. Damn, that's some knobby no, titties. I showed, I showed my knees, and then I had to throw the beads at people. They just took the beads from me. And your wallet. They're yeah. like, no. You're done. Something funny about Tony wearing Peggy Hill to cool outs. <laughs> I feel like it would actually be a pretty good look for him. Or just like a pair of like big old Jinko shorts. Ooh, yeah, like some fucking Limp Biscuit era, like fucking oh, chance. so good. All right, well, we have a makeover to get to after the show. Let's fire through this. Rachel Dolezal has admitted that she, wasn't, that she hasn't been able to find a job since resigning from the Spokane chapter of the NAACP. Dolezal reports that she's near homelessness in light of her inability to find work, but is really enjoying the authentic African-American experience. <laughs> yeah, you black now, girl. <laughs> um, is she really? She was 100% white, huh? She was like mad Yeah, white. mad white. Isn't like, it like crazy? Like farm-ass white. Because like I feel like a lot of people have been doing those DNA tests lately, and pretty much a lot of people find out you're like 7% black. Like It's just like <laughs> sort of in our blood. Like A ton of people are blacker than you thought, but yeah. she's got like nothing. That sort I mean, of was sucks. She like, I mean, she looked blackish, though. Was she like spray-painting it on? Like, yeah, was she deal? was like tanning, and then she would just kind of like you know like fuck up her hair. That's a, also it seemed like from everything I read about her it was like she did pretty good work with the NAACP. Like maybe just just leave her in there. Just like yeah. everybody be cool about this one. Yeah, let her yeah. be the Jackie Robinson of that shit. Yeah, this will probably go over well with the internet. Like, hey, let the white lady run the NAACP. Yeah, you leave uh, Nappy Robinson alone. <laughs> oh Jesus! He was. He was nappy. Speaking of DNA, a recent DNA scan of Subway's chicken found that it is less than fifty percent actual chicken. Speaking of white bread, patting out a little substance with a lot of filler. Check out Connor McSpadden this weekend at the Holiday Inn in Victorville. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets on sale now. I think there's still a few available if you if you act fast, gang. <laughs> I love that the Holiday Inn in Victorville is not even a joke. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I'm rocking that spot regularly, guys. Really? Holiday Inn in Victorville? Yeah, bro. Who books that? I assume a tumbleweed. I don't know exactly. It, it all goes through my agent. You does, know. That make, does that give you enough money to pay for gas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just go, it's, you know, on the way to see, I'll go see my, my parents and my family or whatever. And then, uh, you know. Wow, just, you live up there. You're no, I, I'm from kind of on the way, wow. like Ontario. That's scary. I know. <laughs> 
uh, I don't I mean, know if I'm you guys we, we, we work up the courage to ask one mildly famous person to come to our home and do this and then we just highlight our <laughs> failings <laughs> our horrifying uh, careers anyway I love it like that. Yeah. I've done horrendous gigs, horrendous gigs. I performed at a Holiday Inn in Modesto before. That's like a six-hour drive, right? It's oh, like I just, I just did a gig in Modesto. Five hours? Like two I don't know about ago. this Holiday Inn comedy circuit. Yeah. It was, well, there's hotels, motels. You know. Yeah, the worst is that I legitimately want to get booked at the Holiday Inn in Victorville. Like, that sounds like a decent gig. At least you got it. Yeah. And that gig that I did, Holiday Inn in Modesto, was, I was opening up for Sam Tripoli. Sam says, is that a name drop? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> and but it You was, dropped the name, and then it yo-yoed back into your hand. <laughs> it was literally my first gig opening, even before La Jolla. Like, it was my true first opening gig. So I was just happy to be sitting shotgun and going up before this hilarious guy right and so on the way there i remember i go hey what's what is this that we're doing anyway you know what i mean like is this anything crazy it's and he goes it's a holiday in a modesto and it's for uh, all the owners of 7-elevens around the world and i'm like <laughs> i'm like haha that's funny you know I, I'm what are like, we actually it, doing i'm, I'm literally but yeah, i'm too shy at the time to literally go no but you're just kidding right so i thought he was totally just kidding it sounded like a joke, yeah. and it sure enough, it was. It was the hardest, most ridiculous bombing I've ever had in my entire life. Did they? They didn't thank you or ask you to come again. It All was. Right. I'm sorry, guys. Right? No, they didn't. <laughs> they loved Sam, though. They could sense his Armenian. Um, but One of uh, us. back to the Mexican joke. Yes, right? hit it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard this. But uh, I found this out recently. <laughs> Have you heard this? Have you read about this? <laughs> I just found this out. Okay, uh, gay Leno. Five. <laughs> <laughs> David, uh, loving men. All right. Paul um, Monin O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> um, this week, uh, in fact, just I believe yesterday, the former host of The Biggest Loser had a heart attack. Yeah. Turns out he was super vain. Ooh. I just want you to sit in how not good that was. Yeah. <laughs> Like a vein in a heart. Okay, yeah, it's like uh, I, like I knew it was bad. <laughs> I think that like that Tony kind of just got booked at the Holiday Inn in Victorville. <laughs> Did you just get bumped. <laughs> I like it. I'm proud of that. Okay, you don't even get the free continental breakfast. That was the last one. <laughs> that was the last one I wrote right before the show started. Guys. That was the one you were all excited that was, about. That was no. I was okay. excited about the first one. It's okay, not going to get any better than that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, I'm so excited now. <laughs> All right, you're up. A set of three-year-old twins in India have drowned in a washing machine when their mother stepped out to buy detergent. Authorities say they don't suspect foul play, but the family still has a lot of dirty laundry. <laughs> Mexican joke off showdown. Two children drowned in a washing machine in India. Their bodies were washed up and useless, a condition commonly known as Hinchcliffitis. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Uh, this week, <laughs> this week at the Oscars, uh, the uh, the winner for Best Picture was uh, mispronounced, and a bunch of uh, a bunch of people that made a gay, big gay movie uh, went on stage, and uh, and they ended up announcing that uh, a movie about two gay black men uh, ended up winning. So the white gay guys left, and the gay black guys came on stage. In other news. The Oscars were filmed this week in Keith Carey's asshole. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's fair. The oh. moonlight doesn't shine down there. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Neither does the sunshine. Nothing gets down there. <laughs> Not even soap. Uh, <laughs> a Samba school's float in the Rio de Janeiro parade has collapsed, injuring 11 children. A cultural representative of the historic event said in a statement, Here in Rio, kids are bleeding in the sand. <laughs> I love when you sing. <laughs> yeah, I should have just sang the end of that super vain joke uh, for the biggest loser. So that's a good move when yeah. it's not, you know, structurally sound. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is terrible. Save it with cadence. <laughs> All right. Muhammad Ali's son was detained at an airport by security personnel. He attempted to float like a butterfly and received a sting from a TSA taser. <laughs> Not all winners. <laughs> Newark County Landfill. Um, did you guys? Uh, did you guys vote for uh, Donald Trump? Uh, we did not. Keith we did voted not vote. for Carnock the Blood Feaster. Yeah, as our fans know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't vote for Trump either. I left that part blank. Uh, but I voted. Um, I voted yes for the legalization of marijuana. And I, for the porn condom law, I wrote in Gary Johnson. 
Gary Johnson. <laughs> what? Johnson is, you know, the popular colloquialism yeah, for a piece. Yeah, I got it. He's <laughs> the singing Gary Johnson. I like the idea that Gary Johnson just sat up in bed somewhere and is just like, they remember. Speaking of Gary Johnson, catch uh, Keith and Connor headlining a Howard Johnson in uh, Temecula. <laughs> Everyone knows the Comfort Inn is in Temecula. In, in 2019. <laughs> they book really far out. years of work. Pay your dues, boys. We'll get there someday. <laughs> All right. A family in Hartford, Connecticut was paid $885,000 after their dog was killed by police. In light of the news, the citizens of Hartford are dressing their dogs in hoodies full of skitties and os tea. <laughs> Skittles. Skitties. Skitties. I think it's a Pokemon. Skitties feels like a name of a dog. <laughs> yeah, Skitties. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Donald Trump has severely limited the organizations allowed to attend White House press briefings. Among those that made the cut are highlights for kids, a fortune cookie, and a picture of an expensive boat. <laughs> Wait, there's another one? Didn't we do five? Uh, that's four. I think this is five. Oh, this, the, this yeah. has to be. Yeah, so yeah this, this is your last is, one. Yeah, this will be the last Which one. Which one didn't I do then? Oh, I gotcha. Um... Uh, a couple weeks ago, the uh, maybe it was a few weeks ago now, the uh, women all marched. Millions of women <laughs> marched. How topical are these always? Super topical, right? I do not write monologue This was jokes. a current event at one point. The, the these women jokes were they, uh, all marched. written specifically for this show, by this the way. This is when he had leftover from there. the 1960s. <laughs> uh, the, but the stats just came in today. The stats, the stats just came in today. Uh, over 8 million women marched in all major cities that day, and it's official as of today. There were zero car accidents that day for the first time ever. <laughs> I love oh, these broads, they can't drive. Exactly. <laughs> I tell you. They need to uh, maybe parallel park protest next time. Learn it all at once. It was hard because 4 million were complaining it was too cold, and the other 4 million were complaining it was too hot. <laughs> <laughs> And none of them could get abortions anymore. Ah, uh, women. Their bodies suck. Yeah. That's a whole thing, right? No, well, Tony should be able to relate to him then. Well, we know Keith can because he bleeds from open wounds once a month. I don't really. I shouldn't have said open wounds. I should have just said it's your dick. It's more often than that. I should have just said your dick bleeds once a month. Hey, it's scabbed over. Yeah. That's how I know I have a fine crust over the tip. It's building up like, you know, that. what's that? The, the geyser at Yellowstone that like erupts every once in a while? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got like it. a creme brulee type film over the top of it. God damn it. It's like a no. little anyway, calzone. Check out the Go Fund me page for Keith's half a tooth. Uh, <laughs> still going strong. It's back at a zero tooth. Do you oh, have yeah. a half a tooth? No, I, got, I, I, I had one break in half, but I had to oh, get yeah. it removed, so I got. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Thing. That Literally happens. never heard of a tooth breaking in half. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I have. I've had two teeth break in half. It happens. Are you really? What? Oh, yeah. Teeth break, man. Yeah. They break. One time it was a little gets it. <laughs> scooter accident, and the other one was a headbutt from a pal. Okay. Oh, Mine uh, broke while I was, was brushing it. Brushing oh. his teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You're just completely unhealthy. <laughs> huge. You're huge, not wrong. You have huge calcium issues, <laughs> even though it looks like you produce milk. So it's <laughs> oh. very bizarre. The Mean Boys will be right back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Scenic Some Fucking Park. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey, and this is the, the Mean, mean Boys, Boys Company Picnic. Picnic. That's right, the little show that could but really shouldn't have has made it to 50 episodes. And we couldn't have done it without you, our legion of three memorable characters and a bunch of shitty other ones. So have fun, eat, drink, and terrorize the Latino family trying to celebrate their kid's birthday party on the other side of the park. We declare this picnic open! All right, McGilley, this is what I'm talking about. I haven't seen a party this crazy since the Libertarians. Yes, of course, Mr. President. Hey, I told you not to call me that. Just call me Bill or Billy or Big Papa Party Pig. Yes, of course. Sorry, Big Papa Party Pig. That's better. Now hold my drink. I'm going bobbing for assholes. Do you mean apples? I know what I said. Hey, everybody, it's me, the Taco Monster. I drove here in my carne, and I'm so excited to mulich ya. Rutabaga Roger, I've heard queso much about you. Oh, wait, did I say queso already? Fuck. Hold it right there, Jose. Heard we're one of them illegals running around these parts. You got your papers on you? Who needs papers? We're all amigos here. This party is fantastic. Knock that shit off. Hey, man, you smell great. Did you just start using a new kind of soap? I mean it now. This is your last warning. Okay, okay, no more puns. Hey, do you want a churro? 
I mean, they're delicious and all, but I mean, they're so high in cholesterol. Son of a bitch! Whoa, we're back. You're listening to Fartmeister and the Spaz, broadcasting live from the Mean Boys Company Picnic. That's right. Fartmeister's moved up to the hose spot since Dina moved away to live on that farm upstate with Edgar Mortara, Worthington, Fagamemnon, Dad Carlin, and references to foods that haven't been popular since before schools were integrated. Man, this picnic sure would have been awesome like two months ago. But we got a special guest joining us in the booth. Please welcome The Void! Ah, that's right. Fartmeister, hit him with a wet one. Oh boy, what a scoop for the Snuffington Post this is. All the greats are here. I even passed Ramsey Badawi sitting outside the picnic, smoking a cigarette, and yet still being referred to as a picnic producer for an inordinately long period of time. They've even got those fellas from Death Grips making balloon animals for the kids. So those first, it's a balloon, now I twist it, it's a pony! That's right. There's only one company that could have put on the Mean Boys Company picnic, and it's Twisted Nerve Productions. Bring out the old-timey checker blankets and hold on to your dicks, because we're going to picnic them the fuck off. Check out the Mexican cook-off. We've got a snack table that will kill your mom and fuck your dad. Our eggs aren't deviled, they're satan Three kinds of cake, ten kinds of chips. You want a lacroix? You got lacroix! Lemon, peach, and motherfucking pomplamoose! Hot dogs, hamburgers, ribs. If it used to be alive, we took out its blood and replaced it with flavor juice. Looking for a veggie burger? Go to Portland, faggot. We've even got games. All right, you fucking goofs. Step right up to Mark Malloy's Guess Your Bullshit booth. I'm currently between jobs as an amateur pornographer and the guy who kills the horses when they're not strong enough to work at petting zoos no more. But today I'm doing carnival shit. Write your weight down, and I'll try to guess it. Not you, fat girl in the stripes. Can't have your ham boning in and taking up all the zeros for the rest of us. All right, now do the same thing, but with your social security number. It's going to be fucking great. Hey, fuck you. Get back here. We got to go. The three-legged race is about to start. It's going to be insane. Who the fuck are you? I'm Crazy Carl from Crazy Carl's Auto Shack from the very first episode. Yeah, yeah nobody remembers or cares. These savings are insane. Oh, my God. Kill yourself. All right, gentlemen, it's time for the finals of the three-legged race. Dude, we're going to wreck this guy's shit. Indeed, Tyler. His shit shall surely be wrecked. Future generations will look upon his shit, and so vast will its wreckage be that they will weep themselves to blindness. Yeah, I I, I don't know why that spooky goat monster and that kid are tied together. Are their legs gay for each other or something? Yeah, I, I, I thought this was a three-legged race, so I brought this leg. Yeah, I, I don't know whose it is. I, I find a lot of limbs. What are we doing? Oh, okay. We're killing birds. Yeah, guns are good for that. But I like using my fists. They're like guns that are made out of your bones. We have won! Lowly picnic! Kneel before the glory of Karnak! Bring me a cask of your finest wine and a bunch of whippets for Tyler! Fuck yeah. You're the best dad ever, Karnak. Well, this picnic was the perfect tribute to this show. Yep, self-indulgent to the point of being incoherent, but we're having fun, so go fuck yourself, it's free. Here's to 50 more, and remember everybody, kill yourself, Ryan Colby! The Mean Boys Podcast is back uh, with a special game that we've designed uh, just for our friend Tony Hinchcliffe. This is IMDB Shuffleboard. Uh, normally on the uh, show we play a game called Twitter Shuffleboard where we'll guess a uh, – we'll take a famous person from Twitter, like a weird one, and then we'll try and guess how many Twitter followers they have and like higher or lower. Uh, today we're doing it with the Netflix special one shot by Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, currently has a ranking of 6.1 on IMDb. What does it go up to? 6.2? <laughs> it goes up to a bunch more than 6.1. Uh, and so today's game is, is it like pretty- Rotten Tomatoes? It doesn't go to 100. <laughs> Not quite. That goes to 10. But I have a... Uh, uh, the, the Richter scale in Keith's room hit a 6.2. Get it together, man. Rot- Richter I, scale on your bed. I was actually covered in Rotten Tomatoes at the end of my special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh dear. <laughs> oh Brian. God, how come I how come I never came up with that during the live roast battle while people make fun of my special every week? Yeah, well, nobody listens to the show, so save it for tonight. <laughs> yeah, catch that one blatantly tonight, shoehorned into some point of a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I also have a special and I was co- you know, I like, I like self deprecating, like trying to be like fun really like Wait, aren't somebody. you headlining tonight's uh, roast battle? Uh th- yeah, no, I'll uh, we're we're taping this a week out in advance. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll be I, th- I don't know if I'm oh. going last, but I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. gotcha. I think you guys are going last. Oh, okay, shit. I can't imagine you're not. Yeah, I mean that'd be tough follow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. let's uh, humiliate our friend. All right, so I'm, this is simple. I'm going to read some other motion pictures from throughout cinema history, and you have to tell me if they were ranked higher or lower than Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. You the first film. Great. Higher or lower than Tony's Netflix special, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ooh. Oh, well, I mean, come on, baby. Please, please tell me that that has a lower ranking than my special. Tony saying lower? I gotta say, I'm gonna say lower. One shot is 6.1, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, 6.7. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, it hurts. Oh, man. Oh, God, it hurts. No. Up number two. The character a lot of the same people. Oh, you <laughs> Up bastard. Two. Are any of these things going to be lower than my special? <laughs> we'll find out. Up number two, the carrot top motion picture chairman of the board. Oh, oh God, this hurts, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> this game hurts. This is a lose-lose scenario here, but uh, I'm going to stay. Uh, you know me. I'm going to back me all the way. I'm going to go lower. Going lower. Chairman carrot the top, board. by the way, while I say that, let me tell you this. Carrot Top called me a genius. I never, I never, I never called Carrot Top a genius. He saw me at the Hollywood Improv a few months ago headline. For some reason, Carrot Top was there. He comes up to me after my show, tells me I'm a genius. So either way, whether it's higher or lower, Carrot Top called me a genius. Connor, higher or lower? Um, I feel really bad right now because one time Gallagher said I was a hack. <laughs> In Temecula. That happened. Is that true? Yes. Oh, my God. He said, I yeah, you it. seem like a really bad comedian. I was like, this has got to mean I'm an amazing comedian. Jesus. Man, normally when he's smashing a fruit, it's in front of the audience. <laughs> I had to cover myself in saran wrap. <laughs> yeah, the whole does, deal. Does that make up for that vein joke that I did? <laughs> sure does. Oh, 100%. Okay, I, gotta, I gotta say lower. There's no way. Crit- Carrot Top has never been a critical darling. The correct answer is lower. Chairman oh. of the board, 2.8. Oh, wow. Very good. I'm excited. That makes me wonder, like, how many times did Ben Affleck vote for Batman versus Superman <laughs> to... Uh, well, you, you, of- you also just shit on the only comedian that I guess respects you. Which I don't <laughs> think is a really... <laughs> Speaking of which, number three, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Ooh, the, the infamous Ben Affleck bomb. I'm about to say the concept or the uh, movie because I feel like both might rank higher. No, I kidding. feel like I bombed harder, but um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go, I think Pearl Harbor has a higher ranking. Both than me. both movies begin with uh, strafing Asians in the front row. <laughs> that is true. That's a, amazing. That's a good reference. reference. I watched it the other night. You know, I, th- I enjoyed it a lot. Higher or lower? Uh, I'm gonna say lower. Trick question. Tied. Whoa. Your special is exactly as enjoyable as Pearl Harbor. Well, it says, okay, that's one way of putting it, I guess. If you go off the point of this is to make you feel better. IMDb off of how enjoyable something is. I mean, that's a drama. Mine's a comedy, but I guess all right. Same amount of laughs, though. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Next up, the infamously racist film Birth of a Nation, which depicts the Ku Klux Klan as heroes that save America. Wow. A lot of similar themes. I mean, I'm guessing that that doesn't have... I mean, this is almost like a trick question because I want to say that that has a six-pointed star. Um, uh, Birth of a Nation. A lot of the same bullet points in both. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Birth of a Nation is lower. I'm gonna say lower as well. The correct answer is higher, six point seven. Oh Jesus God! I need to get my life together. <laughs> all right, my debut special is not what I thought it was going well, to be. To, at to all. be fair, it's hard to, to get a lynching scene in the ice house. Uh, just, there's <laughs> physical constraints, filming wise. We got, we got three more. Three more. Uh, first one, uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh God. <laughs> Of course this is going to have a good ranking, man, because uh, 
Because it's hilarious. You know, this is what people watch when they're, uh, you know, when they want to have fun, unlike my special. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with that's actually higher. What what is this movie? In I mean, fact, it, I almost are you familiar with the movies, Le- the leprechaun movies? Oh, is that the what, the other midget? It's about an evil leprechaun. Uh-huh. And then leprechaun in the hood is one where he goes to the hood. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. But it's sort of a cult classic. Like they'll play it at theaters and stuff. Really fun to go to because it's so fucking obnoxious. Like, oh, get that little shit away from me. Yeah, you it's pretty. I mean? am- it's, it's not quite as good as Leprechaun in Space. Leprechaun in the Hood also, also Leprechaun in Space is amazing. At one point, like a spaceman is peeing on an asteroid for some reason, and the Leprechaun shoots magic up his dick hole. It's uh, a bananas movie. Oh well, Leprechaun in the Hood also uh, describes the beginning of my career, so I'm going to say it's higher. Leprechaun in the Hood is also what I call my penis. Uh, it is lower, three point six. Oh wow! Hey, buddy. All right, next Congrats. one. This sort of it sort of almost hurts me more to find out. That Leprechaun in the Hood and Caratops thing are that low because it almost makes the scale truly more legitimate, <laughs> which whereas normally when looking at anything, like the stars on anything. Yeah. No, I play like, him this specifically. Oh, to, to really hurt me. Yeah. yeah. Right, well, there once, but the Leprechaun did call you a genius at Flappers once. So. That- <laughs> I like oh the idea God. that there's like uh, like Rocky Horror Picture Show screenings of one shot in the future. Like everyone, everyone dresses up in cardigans. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'm in on that. That'd be fun. All right. The only other comedy special on this list, Jeff Dunham arguing with myself. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Good God. I mean, my soul is gone. But, uh, I mean, Jeff Dunham, I'm, I mean, I'm going to, I have to say that that would be higher than my special. I mean, my I think it was it wasn't popular to poo poo Jeff Dunham, you know, until like a few years. I feel like when it came out, I don't think there was the backlash. Yeah, you know, so I got I'm gonna say higher because I think it was one of the early ones. Dunham's early work. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is higher. Tony six point one. Jeff Dunham eight point one. Wow, I Full see two that, point bump. Now that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, that's just mad. like I was saying earlier about how bad stuff being bad hurts, like bad stuff being good. But either way. My special isn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. And the last one. (laughs) Yeah, you're making this way less fun than it needs to be. I mean, I already got paid. Thank you, Netflix. (laughs) Fair enough. It's all good. Last one. My personal favorite. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Okay. I mean. (laughs) I mean, if. I mean, there's just. Misa open for Joe Rogan. I love that, so I won't have to drop that name earlier or later. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with that is higher than my special. It's a better movie. It's a better production. That's like you know millions <laughs> Again, of dollars. I don't think it was that hated when it came out. I'm gonna say it's higher. The correct answer is higher. Six point seven. God damn. Well, I wasn't keeping score, but the important thing is Tony lost. Uh, Let's all boys. take a moment of solemn reflection and uh, <laughs> and enjoy Tony's special. <laughs> No, it actually is good. Um, it's streaming now on Netflix. So yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a, di- but I feel like R. Kelly uh, produced better streaming content. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! There it is. The boys will be right back after this. And now another exciting installment in the thrilling escapades of Bill Clinton and the head of his Secret Service detail, Agent McGilly. Put that out on your pussy lips and deny it under oath. Damn it, McGilly. Hillary's been so down since the election. We've got to do something. You mean like civic activism and using your national status to promote ideas for a better America? McGilly, the only America I give a hot fuck about is Ferreira and her chunkier ugly Betty days. Ah, yes, I see. So you just feel bad for the woman you love. Not really. I just can't get her out of the goddamn house, McGilly. And they're dealing with a mongoose infestation on Secretary Allen, so I've been cooped up with his old bag for months. I see, sir. Did you know the view is three hours long? I know that. Did you know you can record the talk at the same time the view is on and then watch it later? Billy knows. So what are you suggesting we do, sir? You'll see. Just fuel up the bubble copter and set course for Nevada. I see. Vegas again, sir? Better. Sir, we've been flying for hours. Where are we headed? Area 51. But if they see a craft in their airspace unannounced, they'll act with lethal force. We've got to divert this. This is too dangerous. Don't worry about that, McKinley. The guy who works the guard tower is an old drinking buddy, and he'll recognize the horn. Well, if you're sure, boss. Crystal sure. Now take her down behind this barbed wire fence. Oh, my God, sir. Is that thing... Is that an alien? 
He's got green skin and big black eyes, just like in the movies. This son of a bitch is more than just an alien. He's also the hard drinkingest, skirt chasingest son of a bitch this side of the Philippines since W got sober. What's up, Pedro? Que tal, jefe? Not a mucho extra testicle. Wow, I didn't expect him to sound like that. Yeah, fool. You know how you live in the Milky Way? Yes. Well, I'm from the Orale Way. You know, from the gas giant planet. Stupider! Yo, you stop at Area 69 in Vegas on your way out here, Gavron? Nah, the spearmint rhino off the strip still got my picture up on the wall of shame. And besides, there's no time. Bill has come down with a case of cabin fever, and I'd like to turn that into a stabbing fever, if you know what I mean. Ah, shit, that's right. The Naraja Diablo won the king contest or whatever, huh? That's fucked up. You're telling me I keep getting taken thrifting, and there's already too much old shit people didn't want in Billy's home life? So what can I do for you, dog? I need to borrow the time machine. Bro, last time you blacked out at Robert Evans' house, I had to come dig you out of the oil wrestling ring, fool. I know, I know, I know. I just need to make a quick errand back to the 80s, and I'll bring it right back. What you gonna do? Just, uh, kill Donald Trump. Don't you think that'll, like, fuck up the space-time continuum or whatever? Maybe. Okay, but just don't scratch the paint job. I stole my cousin only two grand for the detailing. Ah, fucking guy. Hey, just make sure you get it back within the one-hour time limit or whatever, or you might get trapped in the past forever and shit. I only got enough gas for one trip, so be careful, fool. You're a lifesaver, Pedro. Let's go, McGilly. I've got to take a life and get mine back. All right, we should be set to go back to the 80s. Beautiful. Now just let me punch in the coordinates. Sir, the clock says 1997. You might want to fix that before we... Whoa! We're just making a quick pit stop. Woohoo! The Oval Office, sir. Shh, don't worry. I'll only be a minute. All right, Monica. We're alone. Now I'm going to do to you what Newt Gingrich did to my majorities in Congress. <laughs> God damn it, sir. We don't have time for this. And we have this scenario loaded up in the virtual reality headset at home. Let's go kill Trump and get back to the present before we're trapped here. Yeah, yeah, totally. In a minute. Hey, Billy, how's it hanging? Well, lazy and nothing crazy, but who are you? I'm you. Say something only I would know, so I know this ain't another one of Ross Perot's pranks. Christmas Vacation is the funniest movie ever made. Everybody knows that. Uh, you and Hillary have only had sex twice. Once, when you lost a game of Flip Cup to Barbara Bush, and again to create Chelsea to use as a pawn on your political chessboard. True, but easily assumed. Keep going. You cry after every time. All right, all right, all right, I believe you. Pedro, give you a ride here. Sure did. Let me guess, Hillary lost. Yep. Won't leave the house. Yes, indeed. Watching Ricky Lake all day. It's called The View now, but yes, sir. Going back in time to kill the guy who won. Mm-hmm. God damn, I love my style. And you're here to have that threesome we've been fantasizing about since we saw that movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton. Hell yeah. Sir, we're wasting time. We have to get back to the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc Brown, whatever. I only have one question. Shoot. Isn't this kind of gay? <laughs> That depends on what the definition of jizz is. <laughs> All right, don't ask, don't tell. Let's get frisky. Was anyone going to ask how I felt about any of this? Probably not. Gingrich! Hello, Mr. Presidents. Will Bill Clinton make it back to the future in time? Will he kill Donald Trump? What is Newt Gingrich doing here? Find out on the next thrilling installment of Clinton and McGilly. And the Meme Boys podcast is back. We close out the show this week as we do every week with a round of our favorite game, which of the following? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this week's which of the following topic? Uh, we are playing with things that have been done by legendary author slash drug enthusiast Hunter S. Thompson, uh, mm. famous for the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Man lived an insane life, uh, so we're going to go through some of the craziest shit that he has ever done. Like us, a chain smoking human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unlike us, uh, I think maybe the devil. After doing more research, uh, so there are a few rounds here. Round number one: Which of the following is not something Hunter S. Thompson really did? Number one, left an elk's heart on Jack Nicholson's doorstep. Number two, secretly dosed Lauren Michaels with LSD. Number three, asked Johnny Depp to light him a cigarette in a room filled with dynamite. And number four, nearly drowned Bill Murray during a failed attempt to recreate the works of Harry Houdini. Ooh, my Damn. God. I mean, his SNL audition still went better than Tony's did, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I never had an SNL audition. We know. But Lauren Michaels <laughs> did once uh, uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> he said I was great at the Holiday Inn in picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said Carrot Top, you know, spoke highly of me. <laughs> we, we all know Lauren Michaels has his finger on the pulse right now. Um, so that's an interesting one because, wow, you, you've, uh, you've obviously really gotten good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're good at this because yeah. it's Very well disguised. I'm, I grew up on Howard Stern and they used to do something sort of like this. And I <coughs> feel like this is a tough one. Um, but I'd have to – I mean it seems like leaving an L card on Jack Nicholson's doorstep seems baller as fuck. Seems like something like I would do – to like you guys if i was driving through the neighborhood and i had an elk heart that seems like a, like a not to bring it back to this but like a joe rogan nature box thing where it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just get artisanal four, elk meat four weird mystery door. pills i eat an elk heart and i lift a car and then i'm yeah. ready to be a comedian for some reason i, yeah. I drink and a somehow, cucumber somehow yeah. it all makes sense completed my transformation into a thumb I'm going to say the Lord Michaels LSD one. Okay. I think that, that, that raised a red flag for some reason. That does make sense. For some reason, I'm going to say because uh, it seems too easy almost, I'm going to say that he didn't have to light Johnny Depp's cigarette or offer or ask or whatever the in the room full of dynamite. The Johnny Depp thing almost seems too spot on. Excellent. The correct answer is B. He did not secretly dose Lauren Michaels with LSD. Yeah. Johnny, he's friends with Donnie, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp lived in his house for really? like six months yeah. when they were prepping for that movie. Johnny like, Depp was... Hunter Thompson shaved his head to do Fear and Love. It was, he was his Tom Goss? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, how do you like that? <laughs> That's why I thought it wasn't, but okay. Yeah, no, now, now, now I got sort of a feeling for how. All right, cool. Round number two, which of the following did Hunter S. Thompson not do? A, attempted to smuggle a hallucinogenic toad past U.S. Customs. B, assaulted Keith Richards with a recording of the sound of a hundred dying pigs. C, purchased cocaine with a personal check in the amount of $2 million. <laughs> and D, invented a sport called shotgun golf. Oh, God. Um, he definitely invented shotgun golf, I feel like. That sounds super Hunter S. Thompson. $2 million for a check. Uh, sounds sort of crazy, but I could also see how it's so, you know, such a cool thing that you could almost get away with it. Like, people, like, they'll never fucking know that it's for cocaine or whatever, you it's know. It's a pretty good Hunter S. Thompson time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the first one again? Attempted to smuggle a hallucinogenic toad past U.S. Customs. Didn't know you knew Hunter S. Thompson, Keith. That Yeah. <laughs> where, did he, where did he try to hide you in? No, if you lick me, you just regret every choice that led you to <laughs> oh, licking me. <laughs> yeah. If you lick Keith, then you're probably going to make a mess in my bed when I'm out of town. <laughs> right. I I think that girl might listen to this podcast, by the way, so I apologize if you do. If you lick Keith, you will trip because your knobby knees will give out. (laughs) It's a tripping joke. Uh, I'm going to say the toad. The toad is the most mild one, and I think that was an attempt to throw us off. I normally would agree with you, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to do the same one as you on these. So instead, I'm going to pick the $2 million check for cocaine. Excellent guess. The correct answer is A. He did not attempt to smuggle a toad past U.S. Customs. Oh, ben, I'm, I'm really fucking... Spe- I, You're tor- doing well. Tortured white, you know, white guys you know, with yeah. substance abuse problems. I just you, get them. Usually Connor does poorly at this, so I'm actually surprised how well he's done so far. Let's see how this one goes. Round number three. Which of the following did Hunter S. Thompson not do? A. Robbed the same gas station three nights in a row. <laughs> B. Teamed up with John... Could also be... What, which of the following did Keith's mom not actually do? <laughs> Fair enough. B. Teamed up with John Cusack to steal the car of Eagles singer Don Henley. C. Spit a fireball directly into the face of Rolling Stone founder Jan Wenner. Or D. Attempted to perform a satanic ritual at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, man. Listening to this makes me feel like I just haven't lived a life at all. Yeah, it really makes you feel like a bummer. You're like, oh, one time I did cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, all right, whatever. All right, cool guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, that's an interesting one. He definitely did the satanic ritual. That's he had to do that. I'm going to say that he did not. Is Hunter S. Thompson requesting a late checkout? Any <laughs> <laughs> room service and more bleach than you have? <laughs> I just can't imagine him trying to rob the same gas station three nights in a row. That seems. I also don't know what posi- financial position he'd be in where he would need to rob a gas station. <laughs> but that one is so fantastical. I feel like it has to be real. Yeah. What was what were B and C? B was teamed up with John Cusack to steal the car of Eagles singer Don Henley. Yeah. And C was spit a fireball directly into the face of Rolling Stone founder Jan Wenner. 
these names, these All specific names. All of those names. seem so specific that it's really hard. What was the last one one more time? Uh, attempted to perform a satanic ritual at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Now it almost seems like that's the one. I'm going to go with that because it seems like that's too easy. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go A. I'm going to go A again. The correct answer is D. Attempted to perform a satanic oh! ritual at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh. They're robbing the gas station. Well, a little bit of a trick because he did that before he was like famous. That was when he was oh, like okay. 16 years old. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. Damn, Tony, right back in this thing. Yeah, nice. Damn. Round number four, which of the following Hunter S. Thompson not do? A, set fire to several yachts at a prestigious boating race. B, fired a mortar shell into a KKK rally. C, owned an alcoholic monkey that committed suicide. <laughs> and D, stole a set of antlers previously owned by Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> oh. I mean, you don't shoot into a KKK crowd if you own a monkey. <laughs> Very contradictory. So those two cancel each other out. (laughs) What was the fourth one again? Uh, The fourth one was stole a set of antlers previously owned by Ernest Hemingway. Hmm. Huh. (laughs) He really is like a like a human antler. (laughs) He's just all angles and it's true. Ivory skin. It's true. And I. uh, all right, I got nothing for that. Yeah, attached to. Uh, oh, we're locking horns now. <laughs> well, welcome to NPR, mean boys. Ooh, hey guys, uh, coming up next, the story of cufflinks. <laughs> Eight uh, recipes for tea to make you forget about the trumpet. And what was the first one? One more time. Uh, the first one was set fire to several yachts at a prestigious boating race. What was the last one? Stole a set of antlers previously owned by Ernest Hemingway. I'm gonna go with the yachts. Okay. I feel like it's the yachts too, but. I'm going to go B. Fired a mortar shell into a KKK rally. Yeah. Connor gets the point. Yeah. Fired a, he did not fire a mortar shell. He has shot at many, many people on many, <laughs> many occasions. Uh, and last but not least, the, uh, round five is a little different. It's all real or all fake. Wait, can I ask you one thing? Like, yeah. So he didn't shoot the mortar shell at the KKK rally. Was he part of the rally shooting outward? <laughs> <laughs> I, there was no KKK him involvement that I'm aware of, but I'll have to all do right. more Googling. I was uh, just curious. <laughs> Last one. Uh, are these all who, real? Who has or the tie dye hood? That, does, that seems. <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> all right. So this round is all real or all fake. So yeah. Before you tell me if they're all real or all fake, A threw a banana cream pie at Henry Kissinger. B fired a forty-five magnum at the screen during a showing of the Towering Inferno. C signed a legally binding contract challenging Elvis Presley to a race around the world. And D stole a zebra. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Wait, so what's the difference between this one? This one is, these are either all real or all fake. Wow. (laughs) Fuck. Okay. Stole a zebra. Stole a zebra. (laughs) These are all real. Grand Theft Zebra. I gotta gotta figure they're all real, too. The correct answer is these are all fake. What? Well done. You wrote all those? I wrote all those. Say them one more time. <laughs> just throw yeah, a banana cream pie at Henry Kissinger. <laughs> That's just something you were hungry, that one. You were Fired hungry a 45 moment. Magnum at the screen during a showing of the Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno. OJ won an Oscar, so that's what made me think of that. Signed a legally binding contract challenging Elvis Presley to a race around the world. See, that was the one where I was like, <laughs> not in a thousand years could any man come up with that. Well, but. he did. And D was simply stole as he <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could believe well. that he kidnapped Chris Rock, who voiced the zebra in you know those, <laughs> those DreamWorks movies, but actual zebra. I like that we've gone through two rounds of this where we compared black people to animals. Yes. <laughs> he voices the animal. Now I that I think about I think it, so. it's pretty much impossible to steal a zebra because you can't steal a zebra. Well, the zebra is owned by the zoo. Yeah, but, I mean, I yeah. feel like, you know, maybe Stealing from in the 1800s, really hard. Think about the things that I just told you he did. Like, is it that unreasonable? It sort of is, if you think about it. Like, a zebra's a fucking zebra, man. Like, it's really hard to get away with that. <laughs> he lit a bunch of yachts on fire and didn't get arrested. <laughs> the man was a wizard. That's impressive. You know, zebras are actually, uh, what is it, black with white stripes, and people think they're white with black stripes. Fun fact for you. I think that's something I read once. That's uh, that's my version. That's my impression of CNN news. <laughs> I think that's something. We I just, s- I just want to stay silent and see how long it'll go. <laughs> oh yeah, no, keep digging. You're oh. to, you'll get to China eventually. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, well, that is it for. The, do we have anything in the uh, the mailbag? Uh, yeah, we are looking forward to uh, Animal Facts with Tony Hinchcliffe, the new <laughs> podcast. On, uh, oh my god, I want to watch Tony and Tom discuss animals. Uh, uh, all right, we got a, we got a few a uh, few things in the mailbag here. 
Uh, Wait, Keith, where did these come from? Uh, just Twitter. People Twitter. Twitter this oh, these are mostly just mean shit about us. Uh, Keith has 18 roast battles under his belt and about 50 pounds of gunt. <laughs> <laughs> I have 22. Thank you very much. Uh, someone writes, Connor's dad is in a Kiss tribute band because he wanted something to be embarrassed about other than his gay son's fledgling comedy career. <laughs> By the way, my dad is working on his smoking Ace Freely guitar. I will keep the Mean Boys listening audience updated to his progress. He's done a lot of research. Uh, Connor looks like he date rapes women in a treehouse. It's not bad at all. I see it. Yeah. Uh, someone, uh, someone, you know, saw Tony's coming on the show. Just said he's no Verzi. Shots fired from uh, some Verzi triplets fans. Oh, son of a bitch! Can I just say, how would Keith get into the treehouse? Like, I mean, date raping a girl. Well, he's the date raper in the treehouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Date- How would Keith get in the tree? I mean, no, well, forget I, it. I thought Thompson always stole that zebra. Why well, I assume I would get stuck halfway in the tree. Like, they the said way you the seem like someone that would date rape someone in a treehouse. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, perfect. And uh, was he an extra in Harry Potter? Because I don't know who the fuck that is. That's about you. So. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know, I was an extra in Harry Potter. So there you go. He was called Dean Thomas the N word. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> someone black guy in Harry Potter. Uh, that's it for the show. I think this week. Anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Tony, where can they find you? Thank you for doing the show again. By the way, of yeah, course. Thank you for our fiftieth episode. Spectacular. Oh, really? Number fifty. Yeah. Number fifty. Oh, yeah. that's great. Well, I'm doing number two hundred of my podcast <laughs> on uh, that's Monday. Crushing it. No, I'm the, this it is what I'm plugging. No, if you're in oh. LA or you're a comedian or whatever, whatever is going on. Uh, Episode 200 of my podcast is on Monday live at the Comedy Store in the main room called Kill Tony. It's a big, crazy live podcast, and that's Kill Tony. And I I do stand-up every weekend in different cities, and that's all available at TonyHinchcliffe.com. Yeah, everyone hates me. I love it. It's awesome. No, and all joking aside, do check out one shot on Netflix. It is a good special. It's a good special. Bust your nuts about yeah, that. Yeah, no, Tony's Thank Tony's you. one of our one of our favorites. One of our, you know, as a as a as an evil white man trying to make it in show business, you can't do much better than Tony Hinchcliffe. So you know, <laughs> this is, it means a lot know. to us that you came on. Of course, I love you guys. You guys are two of my favorite top rising young gentlemen in all of the game of comedy, and you guys are absolute beasts. And you guys inspire me, and I love you, and I want to work with you guys forever. So watch, Aww. watch. I guarantee it happens. Uh, so I got a couple things to plug. Uh, March twenty fifth, I will be at the Nerd Melt Showroom at Meltdown Comics doing set list. Uh, so come check that out. Uh, and special announcement for all the Mean Boys fans: April eighteenth, live Mean Boys podcast at Harvells in Long Beach. Yeah, underground uh, burlesque club with uh, with titty dances before and after the show. Lots of craziness going on. There'll be some special guests we'll be announcing soon. Yeah, we have nudity, stand up, uh, some good old Mean Boys madness. Maybe an appearance from Carnock, depending on if we have the budget for it. Yeah, depending on if Keith ever gets the checks from the TV shows he was on. Yeah, no, and, sh- and pays off his tooth. Uh, <laughs> next Wednesday, March or this Wednesday that this comes out, March eighth, they'll be headlining the Ontario Improv at uh, eight p.m. And that whole weekend from the ninth to the twelfth will be at the Golden Spike Comedy Festival in Salt Lake City, Utah. Nice. All right, and I think that's it for this week. Fuck everything. God is dead. See crazy shit, 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 crazy